Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have the crazy left defending the weaponization of the DOJ. And we have a special guest with us to talk about the VOA, <laughs> the VOA, the VA. Let's talk about it. or where they went they caught 78 known terrorists within the beginning of this year alone and hello everybody thank you so much for tuning in my name is will johnson and we are going to talk about it the left, these crazy people on the left, they're trying to do everything they can to destroy our country. They're not even hiding the fact that that's what they want to do. You know, I'm looking at these hearings that's taking place today on Capitol Hill, and they're not even, you know, ashamed of the fact that they have divided this country so much. It is absolutely crazy. It's stupid, actually, if you really want to think about it. What they're doing to the American people is blatant weaponization of the DOJ, the FBI, and so much more. But before we get to talking about the hearings, I want to bring up another subject. I have a special guest with me today. Kimberly, I want to make sure I'm going to get her to say her name just one more time for me because I know I'm a butcher here. Kimberly Taco Myers. Moyers. I hope I'm saying it right. We're going to get her to we're going to get her to say it for me here. But anyways, she she's a um, the USN disabled veteran USA is a USA disabled veteran. And, and she's an activist that runs legislation for state and federal to push conservative values for our military and our veteran community. And she also has, I had it on, I had it on here. You have a podcast as well, correct? Yes, I do. It's called the Logbook podcast. I'm awesome. A US Navy veteran. Awesome. Awesome. Psycho Moyers. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and, and talking with me. So you have a very interesting story. And a lot of people are not even really talking about this story. This is about the VA medical practices when it comes to the veterans. I mean, now, correct me if I'm wrong. The VA, their whole purpose of existence is to make sure that our veterans that have served in the military and that is serving in the military have the best health care, the best service if not just in the country, but the world. Is that, would you, would, is that supposed to be a correct statement? See, that's what yes. I'm supposed to believe, right? Yes, that, that is. That is what you're supposed to believe. And we're highly politicized, especially right now with uh, what, I guess with what Trump did, he gave us Mission Act where we can go and see the doctors that we wanted. And now with this new regime that is in, um, they're taking away everything, every good that Trump actually did for us. Yeah. And it's like they're doing it on purpose because they don't care about the military. They don't care about the vets. They've, there's even been some cases where the left has actually said that the veterans are a threat to our national security. And the reason why they say that, in my opinion, and I don't even know if it's necessarily just an opinion. The reason why they say that is because they see veterans as a threat for their tyrannical agenda Absolutely. that they have for the American people. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that came out in 2009 with Napolitano. She was the uh, Department of Homeland Security. She put out a report in 2009 calling uh, called Right Wing Extremist Report. And there she penalized veterans. She was 
uh, there was a newscast about that back in 2009 where she didn't apologize, but that included that uh, law enforcement and uh, other agencies should be included in that. Wow. So let, let, let me ask you about this, your experience going to the VA. And actually, there's a there's a was an article just really released here recently. And you shared it with me about the VA sending letters, sending yes. letters to veterans. Yes. Uh, can we let's play the video on that real quick. And then then I want to get your get your opinion on this, because this video go ahead and split screen it for me. This video is actually talking about the, the letters that the members of the veteran family, right? The VA vets receive. Let's play this. Go ahead. The care they receive because the veterans have caused a disruption. That's a quote. But Channel 2 investigative reporter Justin Gray has learned decisions are made without anyone ever talking to those veterans. Justin, they aren't even told what they're accused of doing. Yeah, Linda, this is one of the letters being sent certified mail, often to veterans dealing with mental health challenges. In fact, one of the veterans we talked to who's received a letter has twice called the veterans crisis hotline. Navy veteran Sherman Howard says he hasn't gone to the VA for any treatment since receiving this letter. I will not step on a federal uh, property when I am being threatened. Vietnam-era Air Force veteran Patricia Edwards says her letter came after fighting for two years for the proper treatment. Why are they doing this to us? They're supposed to be taking care of us. The letters from the VA say a disruptive behavior committee found the vets, quote, engaged in inappropriate communication. The letters warning the VA, quote, may impose restrictions with your care. I have anxiety. I speak loud when I'm passionate. That can be considered disruptive. I can look at you wrong. That's considered disruptive. I can contradict you. That's considered disruptive. On and on and on. Veterans don't even know the disruptive behavior committee is meeting about them, aren't told specific examples of what they allegedly did, let alone given a chance to tell their side of the story. Jim Lindenmeyer is an American Legion service officer. It's basically, you, you did something that we didn't like. We're going to shut down your ability to get your mental health care. We're going to prevent you from getting care that you deserve and have earned. Today, I asked the U.S. Secretary of Veterans Affairs, Dennis McDonough, about the letters at the renaming ceremony of the VA Medical Center in honor of Senator Max Cleland. Are you worried letters like this could keep them from seeking help when they need it here at the VA? Yeah, thanks so much for the question. McDonough pledged that no vet who received the letter will ever be turned away. Under no circumstances will we deny a veteran access to care. OK, I'm going to stop it there because it, it has to like a couple more minutes in this. Yeah. Have you have you received one of these letters yourself? I have been flagged, but they forgot to send me the letter. <laughs> they flagged you. So mm -hmm. tell us, how do you know you've been flagged? Uh, when you show up at the Department of Veteran Affairs and you go in and check into your take your appointment, uh, they tell you you have to check in with armed security, which is a police officer. And they give you this badge that says that you are pretty much a troublemaker. And then that's when the staff and other uh, doctors, they can refuse to see you if they feel that you are threatening them, which we don't know what threatening means <laughs> at this point, or if you disagree with them. And then they take away your care. Uh, oh, my God. No, oh, my goodness. Well, well, no, it gets worse. 
So as Secretary McDonough said just right there, the VA does not take away your care. They don't. But in the House Committee of Veteran Affairs, it kind of revealed the process when they were talking about H.R. 705 uh, with the Veterans Second Amendment Protection Act. The VA doesn't take your gun. They use other agencies to do it. So in this instance, the VA will not deny you care, but they call state and local police and they trespass you. So they take your care. What? Yes. They trespass you. Yeah. So once you're trespassed, you can't go to any VA. You absolutely lose your, uh, your medical. And that's exactly what happened to me is I went to dental, which is a walk-in clinic. I had a tooth snapped in half. Uh, from the lack of prenatal care that they gave me. And I walked in, I had this cop just yell at me crazy, like, you can't be here. I was like, but I have permission to. (laughs) And uh, the next thing I know, I was in handcuffs and arrested 36 hours in jail. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. So your tooth and then they arrested you. For showing up there. Were you you, like screaming at them? No. Were you cursing them? No. Did you threaten them? No, I was absolutely confused. <laughs> you were trespassing is basically what they said. So they put you as trespassing. Yes. I, that's insane. That's exactly what they did. So let you me know what? Well, does this not remind you of the CCP? Uh, I mean, literally saying, does. if you don't have certain behavior that we approve of, not that it's inappropriate, but that we approve of, we can deem you as somebody that doesn't get help. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. that's exactly what it is. Right. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's unbelievable. So we have we have illegals coming into the country and they're getting medical care. They're getting twenty two hundred dollars a month and they're and they're getting other amenities. But you, a vet, you go and get medical care and they put you in handcuffs. Correct. Uh, I was actually taken back to the VA uh, uh, last week, last Monday. And I actually had to bring a lawyer in uh, when I was arrested. Thank God we had some common sense judges and those cases were dismissed. Uh, But the legal fee was atrocious, uh, especially with my low income. But uh, when I brought the lawyer to the VA, I literally had it where the cop said, well, a judge's ruling doesn't matter. This is the VA. So it totally federal court due process. And my congressman is working hard right now. They, the, the, the women. Hold on. <laughs> you have a law officer, a police officer literally yes. said that it does not matter what the judge says. Absolutely. I have it all up. Video. So yeah. uh, did, did, by chance, you have the police officer's name. I mean, I'm not yeah. asking you to say it here, but do you have the police officer's name? I forgot it. <laughs> Okay, I would. I mean, really, I would personally. I would get that police officer's name and I would hand it over to the judge and say, "Judge, this police officer, which is supposed to uphold the law, literally just said that what you ruled is not correct. They don't care." To get to a federal judge is the problem. So you have to file a tort claim, and then with that tort claim, you have to ask the VA or the federal government pretty much permission to sue them. Oh, you have to ask the VA for the to to sue them because they're not doing the right job. Right. Well, so so was it was it like this at all under President Trump? No, um, it wasn't. I I have most <laughs> when Mission Act happens. I have this scar on my arm here. 
And tell people uh, what the Mission Act is, by the way, for those who don't Mission Act know. gave us where we could go and see the doctors we wanted, and they were amazing doctors. And it just went away, is what happened. And we so when so them. when when Biden came in office, it went away. Yeah, they started having complications, wait time scandals. They they're trying to blame it on the PACT Act is causing the backlogs, but it had nothing to do with it. It started before that. Hmm. So, wow. um, and, and there's proof on that. Uh, Concerned Veterans for America has proof, even the American Legion, the VFW. It's just no one's really listening to it. But uh, when I had a uh, Mission Act happen, uh, I remember someone called me the morning, like two minutes after it passed it. And they said, Petty Officer Barber, because my name was Barber when I was in the military, it's time to get your tumor out. I had one of the top ortho-oncologists uh, come in and pull that tumor out. And I had been waiting five years to get it out. Five and years. Kept, yep. He, he, he kept his promises. And now we're back under Obama, which Obama did the choice program, but it was it went bankrupt. Yeah, doctors. I, could, I remember when Obama was in office, people were complaining about the the situation with the VA and the VA, the, the healthcare in the VA just declined to where no one could understand it. It was worse than third world healthcare oh, it's under there. Obama. So now they're just continuing continuing where they left off. That's why I call Joe Biden Old Biden. I call yes. him O Biden because it's basically Obama's third term, right? Yes. And, and it is. If you walk into any invade, I encourage people to go in there. You'll see veterans with their head down and they're they're just disheveled right now. There's just no hope in there. So so let me ask you, as a veteran, as a person who served in the US military, that put your life on the line. I mean, because that's essentially what you're doing when you when you enroll. What is this like when the federal government treats you this way? What does that say? How does that feel? Um, you know, I would say this. I serve the people of this country, and I have seen great people come out of the woodwork and support me, especially in the medical freedom community. Um, and they're the ones that make this worthwhile to me, that my sacrifices are not in vain. Uh, and, and that's what it is. We serve the people of this great nation, uh, not the president. And we swear to the Constitution. Uh, we say we will obey the orders of the president, but we are giving a caveat with that, with the Uniform Code of Military Justice. If we hear an unlawful order, we have due process to protect ourselves so we don't have to obey it. So and that's wow. where I stand on that. Wow. So let me let me ask you this, because you mentioned it to me off air about one time you went to the VA and you were pregnant, correct? Yes, that's exactly how I got my red flag. I was <clears throat> to the Yeah, VA. so so yeah, so so is it was it a little girl or a little boy? It's a little girl. A little girl. Tell tell us what happened when you went to the VA while you were pregnant. And cuz I've never heard of this before. And people need to know that this is actually happening. Yeah. So there is no labor and delivery department. Most of the times when they call in someone, uh, they call someone outside the hospital because every VA is usually hooked up with a college. It's a teaching hospital. So they usually call in a specialist for us during the pandemic. That was not happening. So I went to the VA. I had lost four babies before this. 
So I went to the VA uh, to confirm if I was pregnant and what the next steps were. And uh, they did everything in the porta potty. And then uh, that's all I got. They would not outsource me to the proper doctors. I went to the emergency room several times and that was bills that I had to pay, even though they're supposed to pay it uh, because of my service connection. They try, they've ruined my credit because they won't honor their contracts. And uh, by the time I went to uh, Senator John Tester's office, I know he's a Democrat, but I will say this, his staff was amazing. Uh, she stayed on the phone with me. Her name was Tess Wazinski until two in the morning until I had my kid. And she was even frustrated because she couldn't get the, uh, to get me to the right doctors. Um, but during that process, when I kept uh, trying to have a, have the kid, they the VA, uh, I guess everyone in Congress, the Democrats had something else in mind, which was passed the Comprehensive Women's Care Act. And I uh, was handed over after I had the baby to Congresswoman Leslie Fletcher. And she said, oh, I'll help you out. Yes, we need women to take care of women's care. And I was like, great, I'm down. You know, it's a veteran issue. It's not a blue issue. It's not a rush issue. And then turns out um, she used me to pass a, help push abortion. She and, helped you to yeah. push for abortion. Well, I helped her because she added my name to it. Right, wait, right. But yeah, she used you to yeah. push abortion. Absolutely. And I was dumbfounded. And then we had a, a female veterans town hall. And then I've got, I got the whole thing on video of that too, because you dot your T's, you cross your I's on, on all of this dealing with the government. And she wouldn't let a single veteran speak at that town hall because she really wanted to cover up the fact that she did that. And finally, this July, I was able to confront her at her own town hall, where she finally admitted there is no labor and delivery at any VA and that she's working on it. And she's working on it. And how long ago was that? That was in July. That was in July. So she's still yeah. working on it, I assume. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. She's probably going to be working on it even when she retires. She's, oh, yeah. I meant to get to that. Right. Right. But that's OK, because there's trans men now in our women's clinic. The Department of Veteran Affairs would not recognize military sexual trauma, but they, until last year, they finally recognized it. But before they recognized that, they had a trans ward. They have a trans ward. Yes, they do. For, so we don't for, have for, a maternity ward. No, but no we maternity have a ward, ward. For, for something natural, what women do, right? Something right. natural, but something unnatural. They have a trans ward for that. Oh, yes. So we have barely had a women's clinic for 10 years. And our biggest champion was that was actually Donald J. Trump. And now we have men back in our clinics. I mean, I, I mean, like I'm dumbfounded. I don't know what in the world. Is this the United States of America? Yeah. I mean, it's almost like these people have a different agenda than the agenda for the American people. I mean, there's no way that they should have a trans ward. If anything, they have they should have a psych ward for these people, not right. a trans ward. Right, and that's the that's the problem of those letters is that if you look at what those letters are built off of, there's a guidebook called the Disruptive Big Committee Guidebook, 
you think that it would be for mental health and mental illness and suicide provisions, but no, on the very first page of it, it says mass shootings. <laughs> and if you look at the patient record flag manual, it's nothing but a gun grab to rule you a mental defect. What? Yep. So wait a minute. So let me, so they have a trans ward and they're talking about mass shootings. Does this mean people like the trans Tifa that shot up the Christian school in Nashville? They on they on there is just but but we're just targeting they're just targeting oh, yeah, veterans here, right? They're just targeting veterans. And it's it is it is uh it is because you know it's it's common knowledge. You have to be dangerous in order to defend. Where the morality of the issue comes in is where you have self-control. And our veteran community and our military community is beyond par uh with that. We are exceptional. We are well-disciplined, well-trained. And I guarantee you our government fears that. And that's why Napolitano and the Department of Homeland Security started putting out those reports uh, about right-wing extremism within our military ranks. And then uh, the, uh, the entire Disruptive Behavioral Committee is actually designed by James Comey. So James Comey. Yes, it is. It's based off the writing, making prevention a reality. Because in the military and in the Department of Veteran Affairs, it's a publication or a policy that cites a policy that cites a policy. That's how it works. And if you look at the Disruptive Behavior Committee guidebook, it cites making prevention a reality 2017, James Cohen. And all of this is happening or has happened to you here in the state of Texas. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, it did. This is the state of Texas. So I used to, I don't know if you know this, but I used to live in California. And when I left California and I moved to Texas, I was thinking that I'm moving back to America. Little did I know that this, this virus or this infestation of liberalism has already occupied a great deal of Texas. You have Houston, you have Dallas, San Antonio, and of course, Austin, the worst of all of them. I had no idea. I have never, I never thought in my lifetime, I grew up in Houston, Texas, or right outside in a little place called Alvin, Texas, home of Nolan Ryan. And uh, I never thought for, in my lifetime, I would see Houston go down the way it is. We are so high in murder. Um, the child trafficking here is insane. Uh, I mean, we are number one in strays and don't like dog attacks. It's really bad. Um, and wow. And wow. the government is, is hard. We have Sheila Jackson Lee trying to run for mayor. Right <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, she's it. Oh, my. <laughs> Don't get me started talking about her. Talk, and, you know, they got, they have the nerve to call us right wing extremists, the MAGA extreme. They have the nerve to call us that. But they're all their stuff. Everything that they do is extreme. They just yeah. say nothing about the children missing. They say nothing about the fentanyl coming across the border. They say nothing about the illegal immigrants that have destroyed so many cities and destroying so much more. They say nothing about that. But yet, because we want safety and security for America, we want our veterans to have health care. We're the extremists. How does that work? Have a baby and considering a baby, a life form inside the womb is something the VA just cannot handle. Okay. That that's, that's where we're at. And, <laughs> and, and that's what Tuberville is fighting right now. He will not rank up the military members until abortion is out of the VA. 
Wow. Let me. So today they had this hearing in Jayapal. She was actually on Capitol Hill talking about abortion, which has really nothing to do with the current hearing. The reasoning for bringing it up because they have this whole agenda for attacking the Supreme Court. So I want to play some of this for you just real quick because I want to get your opinion about it because, I mean, you are a woman, a biological woman. Yes. Thank God. And I just so I want to get your opinion about what she's saying about abortion when it comes to women. Listen real quick. As you know, a decades long project of the extreme right wing materialized last year when five Republican appointed justices overturned 50 years of precedent that established the constitutional right to abortion. As one of the one in four women across this country who has had an abortion and who felt compelled to share my story after decades because I saw the attacks on the right to abortion and what it would do particularly for poor women, for black and brown and indigenous people across this country, I spoke out and shared that story. In the 22 states where Republicans control the state legislature and governorship today, all have moved to restrict reproductive rights. More than 25 million women of childbearing age now live in states where abortion access has been curtailed. And in Washington state, my home state, the Seattle Times reported that we are seeing increasing numbers of abortion patients, not only from neighboring Idaho, which we knew we would see, but also from other southern states where these restrictions are enforced. Mr. Chairman, I seek unanimous consent to enter this Seattle Times record article into the record. She traveled 2,000 miles secretly for her Washington abortion. Why patients from the South are coming here? I mean, it's absolutely this disgusting. isn't the weaponization hearing yeah. this morning has nothing to even do with that. Yeah, it has, this, this, her, her statements has nothing to do with the weaponization of the DOJ, but she had to bring it up because they're wanting to attack the Supreme Court. But give us, I, give us I, your opinion on that. Well, one, I, I don't remember giving as a Asian American woman. I never gave anyone else an ex <laughs> the right to speak for me. I understand what gave me that right. And they're all in Arlington right now. You can go check them out. Um, but also I, I get annoyed with the whole Democrat side of things. You remove when you remove a baby, you don't remove the situation. And obviously you call women cowards at that point where they can't handle it. That's not a, a stance that I'm willing to accept nor take. Uh, also at the point of this, it's we're 2023. Okay, medical has advanced long enough away that abortion is almost antiquated. It doesn't need to exist. Wow. They have prevention methods that are there that have proven successful. We got them in the military because honestly, there's women that really like to breed there, to be honest with you, um, because with face it as a nation, our, our conservative values in that area isn't <laughs> as high as it should be. But they were responsible. And what she's pretty much telling is women, you're not responsible enough to take a pill every day and keep yourself. I'm sorry, but I don't agree with that. I'm not that stupid. I'm yeah. a woman, I'm strong, and a strong woman can think for themselves. And uh, this whole narrative of strong, the left strong independent woman would see them as victims. And we need to raise ourselves above that. Yeah, they're trying to feminize men and they're trying to masculine masculine women. Is that right? How, is that how you yeah. Say I mean, that's what they're doing, right? They, oh, you shouldn't have an abortion or you shouldn't have a child because it ruins your career, ruins your life. And I'm like, it's such a wonderful thing. I mean, that's how every last one of us happened to be here because a woman gave birth to a child. I've, every I've, last one of us. 
I love having debates with feminists on that because the number one thing is they come at me is, um, you know, about their masculine, how they feel masculine. And so it automatically makes the masculine. And I said, have you ever done a man's job? And then they have, have you worked at, you know, taking out the trash? Have you gone to the military? And they just look at me completely. Dazed. I was like, I actually did a man's job. Okay. <laughs> I never saw any of that. I, I was never put down. I actually outranked my husband. I'll be honest with you, but I never, never experienced that. I had to earn respect. Yeah. And yeah. they didn't understand that. Yeah, they don't. So, wow, that's crazy. You know, Kimberly, thank you so much for taking the time to come on and telling your story. You. Tell everyone how they can connect with you and about your podcast. Um, I'm on Facebook. It's the Logbook Podcast. Uh, you can find me there. You can find me um, just, you know, search Kimberly Moyers. I'm there. You can follow me there. But yes, that is our podcast. And uh, we still take on things. We're actually writing bills right now. This house. So got some good things coming from the next legislative session. And we're pushing bills federally now. Well, awesome. Awesome. You know what? The best of luck to you. And, you know, if you ever have room, I'll be happy to come on your podcast as well. And we can have a discussion. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Okay, everybody, go to Facebook and look her up. Look her up. You're not going to want to miss anything. I'll put the link anything. in the chat, too. You put the link in the chat? Absolutely, because yep. we're live right now on frankspeech.com. Put the link in the chat. Go check her out. Send her some love. Say, hey, well, I saw you with Will Johnson, and I'm here to show some love. All right, everybody, we're going to talk more about this crazy hearing that took place today. And Garland, he actually is a tenth of court. He really is, or a tenth of Congress. He really is. They actually call him out on it. We're going to talk about that and so much more when we come back. Don't go anywhere. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end time government of the Antichrist. Let me tell you about Tactillion.com. Tactillion.com make these beautiful flags that you can put on your vehicle. And the reason why I'm talking about them is because they build homes for veterans from the proceeds that they get when they sell these flags on their website, Tactillion.com. If you have a vehicle that has a location that's not magnetic, this one's magnetic, and you can see I put it on a sports vehicle, and it looks really good on there, and it goes on the other vehicles. Anywhere there's a magnetic spot, you can put it on there, and it's not gonna fly off or fall off. If you don't have a magnetic location, you can get one like this that has an adhesive backing on it, and it won't go anywhere either. You can go through the car wash and it'll stay on there. I'm highly impressed. These are American made right here in the United States of America. With all of these woke companies right now, why wouldn't we look into this? Why wouldn't we support a company that supports America? At least I am. 
That's the reason why I'm promoting Tactillion.com. I encourage you to get one now. Get two now. Buy them for your loved ones. Buy them for vets that you know. Buy them for military personnel that you know. Go to Tactillion.com forward slash wheel and get 15% off. 15%. These are awesome. And again, let me remind you, a portion of the sales go to help build homes for veterans. Isn't that what we are about? Do it now. Tactillion.com forward slash wheel. You'll love it. It's a my pillow 2.0. And your promo code is Will or Unite One. Unite One. Unite One. It could be Will too, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Unite One. Use that promo code. You buy one of the my pillow 2.0s, you get a second one absolutely free. And they say, well, Mike, how could you improve on the best pillow ever? The technology that this has in it, I didn't have 20 years ago. It's a temperature regulated thread made here in the USA that I had made into the most amazing fabric ever. So you combine height, adjustable height, with temperature and you get the best sleep in history just got even better. Yes, for the best night's sleep ever, use promo code UNITES1 at MyPillow.com. Promo code UNITES1, the MyPillow 2.0, the Giza sheets, the slippers, and also up to 80% off mypillow.com using promo code unite one all right and we're back hey look check it out if you haven't gone to endtime.com forward slash will do that today y'all really need to go to endtime.com forward slash will and check it out can we put it on the screen really quick before we get right back into this because you can pick up this book which will explain a lot of what we're seeing happening today. I mean, it's all there. It's all there. It's all in the Bible. I, I like to say this is like a guide, right? Because it talks about the different things that we're seeing happening in our world today, and it takes you right to the Bible. It even talks about the NASDAQ in here. The NASDAQ talks about that in here. It talks about so much what's related to our world today and how to compare it with the Bible. Endtime.com forward slash will. Go check it out. There's also DVDs that come with it. Okay, let's get to this first clip that I want to share with you from this hearing today. And I have been looking at the comments here on Frank's speech. I've been looking at your comments. And of course, let me say it real quick, uh, MAGA and Jesus, thank you so much. These people are demons. Yes, they are. These, these people, these evil people, what they're doing to our veterans, what they're doing to our country, they are straight up demons. And that's why I call them demon crats, right? And also, Born Free. Born Free says one of the authors of Obamacare is on record video. And I remember this. I don't remember seeing the video, but I remember they reported on this stating that the language was written to be painful to read and understand. That's 100 percent true because they didn't They like, what am I reading here? What's going on? What's going on? They do that to manipulate kind of like sometimes when you go to the poll, you have to vote no. To get rid of something. Like, do you want to get rid of something, blah, 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 because of so-and-so and so-and-so, vote no. For it to actually go away, you have to vote no, right? Instead of just saying, yes, make it go away, they do that to manipulate the people so often, so often, and they get away with it. Well, listen to this first one where Garland is actually called out, and it's literally said, and he's literally being, it's literally being told that you are in tempt of Congress. And, of course, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. Watch. Attorney General Garland, Elon Musk was a Democrat who admittedly supported Biden, but then he became a critic of the administration and exposed the censorship regime. 
Now, per public reports, the DOJ has opened not one but two investigations of Elon Musk. Mark Zuckerberg, on the other hand, spent $400 million in 2020 tilting the elections secretly for Democrats. No investigations whatsoever. To the American public, these look like mafia tactics. You pays your money, we look the other way. You get in our way, we punish you. The American public sees what these tactics are. Now I want to direct your uh, attention to a video here that we're going to play. Uh, obviously, that's a significant matter. It is an ongoing criminal investigation, and so I'm not going to comment on an ongoing criminal investigation. Were, were those pipe bombs operable? Again, again. The ATF is the expert. Again, it's an ongoing and criminal investigation, and under longstanding policy, I cannot comment. And we you know this is a very active, ongoing investigation, and there are some restrictions on that, but we yes, will we can handle classified information, and we fund your department, and so you need to provide yeah. that. It's not, respectfully, it's not an issue of classification. It's an issue of commenting on ongoing criminal investigations, which is something that by longstanding department policy, we are restricted in doing. And in fact, the last administration actually strengthened those policies, partly That's because- That's not our policy though, and we fund you. So let's move on. I could, do you know how- So I'm not gonna violate this norm of, uh, of, of uh, the rule of law. I'm not gonna comment on an investigation that's ongoing. Peter, Nav Peter Navarro was indicted for contempt of Congress. Aren't you, in fact, in contempt of Congress when you give us this answer? This is an answer that's appropriate at a press conference. Yes, he is. Let me just, uh, I'll answer it for you. I'll answer it for him. Yes, he is. A hundred percent. We all know it. The Democrats are there to defend him, of course, because they, they act like lawyers for criminals, right? For all these criminals, they act like lawyers for him. But yes, is the answer to your question. But let's see what he says. It's not an answer that's appropriate. When we are asking questions, we are the committee that is responsible for your creation, for your existence of your department. You cannot continue to give us these answers. Aren't you, in fact, in contempt of Congress when you refuse to answer? Congressman, I have the greatest respect for Congress. I also have the greatest respect for the Constitution and laws of the United States. Um, the protection of pending uh, investigations and ongoing investigations, as I briefly discussed in another uh, dialogue a few moments ago, goes back to the separation of powers, which gives to the executive branch the sole authority to conduct prosecutions. Um, it's a requirement of due process and uh, respect for those who are under investigation, the protection of their civil rights. Well, with all, with, all due, with, with all due respect, respect with all due respect to that, uh, Iran-Contra was an ongoing investigation, and that didn't stop Congress from getting the answers. And you're getting in the way of our constitutional duty. You're signing the Constitution. I'm going to cite it. It's our constitutional duty to do oversight. Now, in that video, that was your answer to a question to me two years ago. When I said, how many agents or assets of the government were present on January 5th and January 6th and agitating in the crowd to go into the Capitol and how many went into the Capitol? Can you answer that now? I don't know the answer to that question. Oh, last time, you don't know how many there were or there were none? I don't know the answer to either of those questions. If there were any, I don't know how many. You've I don't know whether there are any. That's basically saying there are some there because if there weren't any there at all, just say, look, 
we didn't have any officers there. We didn't have any FBI agents there on January 6th. That would be the answer. We didn't have any. I mean, it, wouldn't it, if, so if there was not any there, wouldn't it be a safe bet just to say there aren't any there? So, Am I wrong, Shannon? Let me Think just about get that. this straight. Listen to that. So they had a whole J6 committee yes. that worked with Garland and Ray and all of them. Yep. And so now you're telling me that under their authority, one of the biggest investigations we've had at the federal level that they don't know. They don't know. Come on now. We are not that stupid. <laughs> they and, they and actually think, do know, but they yeah. don't want to say so. They don't want to say so. They don't so. want to say. And you know what, Will? This just goes to his credibility because oh, yeah. no one believes that he doesn't know. No one believes that. Everyone knows. I mean, so if he doesn't know, he's not doing his job. Yeah, he's not fit for his job. He's not doing his job. He's lacking so way, in his job. He's doing a poor job not knowing the answer to that. I think you may have just perjured yourself that you don't know that there were any. You want to say that again? That you don't know that there were I any? No. Look, I mean, seriously, he just perjured himself. How could you not know? What is your job? Is it not your job to know? Is it not your job to understand what is happening when the federal agents are infiltrating or putting themselves into a position? There's another clip where he's even asked about the federal agents infiltrating into the Catholic Church. And he doesn't want to answer it. He doesn't want to say. Because they called Catholics domestic terrorists along with parents. They go to school board meetings, domestic terrorists. But he doesn't want to say. He doesn't know. He just perjured himself. Personal knowledge of this matter. I think what I said the you've, last time. You've had two years to find out. And today, by the way, that was in reference to Ray Epps. And yesterday you indicted him. Isn't that a wonderful coincidence on a misdemeanor? Did you know that, Shannon? Yeah, I did. They, I they, I, you know, I didn't even know that until I'm watching this. I, I completely missed that story. It was, um, it was on a, a misdemeanor, misdemeanor charge. On a they, misdemeanor. They did it just to say they did just, it. Right, so Let's they can come honest. into this hearing and say, well, look, we actually indicted Ray Epps, so you can't ask us about Ray Epps, but it's on a misdemeanor. has nothing to do with him going into the, to the Capitol that day, telling, inciting people to charge into the Capitol, to go into Capitol, to be violent. Nothing. A misdemeanor? My goodness. This is blatant. Meanwhile, you're sending grandmas to prison. You're putting people away for 20 years for merely filming. Some people weren't even there yet. You've got the guy on video. He's saying, go into the Capitol. He's directing people to the Capitol before the speech ends. He's at the site of the first breach. You've got all the goods on him, 10 videos, and it's an, and it's an indictment for a misdemeanor? The American public isn't buying it. I yield the balance of my time to Chairman Jordan. Yeah, I yeah the American people are not buying it. Now, Jim Jordan, he's going to hammer him because I'm telling you, Garland, He's an attempt of he's an attempt of Congress. He really is. He just perjured himself. Two years ago, he was singing a story like, I don't know, I don't know. And two years, he still doesn't know. So what's he been doing for two years? These people do not know how to do their jobs. I could do a better job. I could do a better job. Answer the question. I'm going to ask you one now. Uh, yeah, let's, we'll let the gentleman. Yeah. Um, that, I, I, go ahead, but the, uh, in discovery in the cases um, were filed with respect to January uh, six, 
Um, the Justice Department prosecutors provided whatever information they had about uh, the question that you're asking. Uh, with respect to Mr. Epps, the FBI has said that he was not an employee or informant of, of the uh, FBI. Uh, Mr. Um, Epps has been charged, um, and there's a proceeding, I believe, going on today on that subject. The charge is a joke. I yield to the chairman. The, the time the gentleman has expired, the chair recognizes the— Actually, he passes it on. This is crazy to me. This is this is absolutely crazy to me. This dude comes up there. He literally lies about everything that happened that day, about the FBI being involved in it that day. He literally lies. Let me play this for you from Mr. Lou, this dude here. He actually plays a video from January the 6th. Watch this. Watch this. And hold on, let me let me let me read this real quick. This is from uh, Go Away. Made it left a comment here on Frank's speech. Thank you so much for leaving these comments, everybody. I really do greatly appreciate it. And you know, I like to interact with you. Uh, Garland knows his agency will continue to be funded. There are no consequences to his testimony other than being held of a contempt of Congress. Uh, will he be fired? No, I agree. No. Um, will he be prosecuted? No. Sham show trials. It, 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 it exactly, that's exactly what it ended up being. They'll be here talking about it. This took place, that took place. But look, watch this, watch this. Actually play the video, some of the video from January 6th. Watch this. Uh, thank you for your public service. And thank you for being here today. I'd like to start by showing a video of January 6th. Then I'm going to ask you some questions about that day. Hey, brother, we're boots on the ground here. We're moving on to Capitol now. I'll give you a boots on the ground update here in a few. Multiple Capitol entries. Multiple Capitol entries. Who's that right there? Who is that right there? Do you know who that is, Shannon, in the red hat? Yes, Epps. Yes, that's Ray Epps. He plays the video with Ray Epps there inciting violence, and not a single one of these Democrats are asking, why did he just get a misdemeanor? There's a reason why none of the Democrats are saying that he should be arrested when he's on video, charge the Capitol, take it down, take down the barriers, Go, 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 go oh, into the Capitol. Not a single one of them. Six months. Yes. For doing that. Right? Is it six months or three months? Three months. Three months. Okay. Three sorry. months. 90 days. Right? 90 Or is it 60 days? Anyways, I have to look they, up, They're yeah. putting Owen Schwarzer in jail for less than what Ray Epps has done. Less. Ray Epps was, he was, he was hit the entire day. He was coercing people to go. And this is in Lou's video, but he doesn't say anything about this. What a hypocrite. This dude has to be an FBI informant. There's no other explanation. Oh, but they do a misdemeanor just to make it look like we're doing something. Like they do Hunter Biden. Oh, we'll do a misdemeanor just to make it look like we're doing something. The federal government is corrupt to no end. And it goes on and they show all this. But let me let me skip down here because we already seen all of this. And of course, this hearing 
has nothing to do with January the 6th, but they're bringing it up. They bring up everything other than what's, what's actually happening at this hearing because the Democrats, their whole objective is to deflect from the truth. Attorney General Garland, the Department of Justice charged over 1,100 defendants in connection with the attack on our Capitol, correct? Yes, that's correct. I'm going to state two facts. The people who showed up on January 6th to attack the nation's capital were supporters of Donald Trump. They attacked the Capitol to stop Congress from certifying the fact that Donald Trump lost the election. Those two facts were so horrible that some in the right-wing media and some Republican members of Congress could not handle that, so they made up conspiracy theories. In fact, Donald Trump called January 6th a beautiful day. It was cold that day. It was cold. And it was beautiful until Nancy Pelosi did not do her job by having security at the Capitol. You notice they don't ever bring that up. Whose responsibility was it to make, was it to have security at the Capitol? Whose responsibility was it? Can someone leave me a comment? Whose responsibility was it? I think we already know whose responsibility. I just let the cat out the bag. It was Nancy Pelosi's. But she didn't do that because they wanted to have the setup. They wanted to use people going there. They had FBI informants in there inciting the violence. Ray Epps has to be an FBI. I refuse to believe that he was something else. They had other people come to find out other FBI agents inciting the violence for that day. So that that so that way they would have a story to tell. They would have a narrative to push that President Trump was inciting violence that day. And President Trump, not a single time that President Trump incite any violence. He was actually telling people to be peaceful. He was telling people not to be violent. And these people know it. He said the people who showed up had love in their hearts. Republican member of Congress said January 6th was like a normal tourist visit. And some Republicans have said there were no weapons used on January 6th. Attorney General Garland, were there weapons used in the attack on January 6th? Yeah, yes, uh, in the video, you already saw the, uh, some of the weapons that were used, and there, there are obviously many more, many, many hours of video. Shannon, what, what, what weapons did they have? I mean, because if I go to a, a, a store, let's say I go to a, you know, a store like, uh, let me see, we'll just pick one, like an outdoor sports store or a sports store, any store like that. What would what weapons can we clarify what weapons they had there that day? Because if you go someplace and you have an actual weapon, what is the weapon? Was it a knife? Was it a gun? Was it a billy club? What was the weapon? Because those are actual weapons. They can be weapons. Now, of course, you can take a brick and make it a weapon. But the way they're talking is that they deliberately showed up at the Capitol with firearms. This is how they're pushing this narrative. They're saying that people showed up with billy clubs. They're saying that people showed up with bombs. They're saying that they're saying what people showed up the same way Antifa does at a Trump pro-American event. With explosives. But they didn't. That is a total lie. And he's disagreeing with it. Not only should Ted Lieu be censored. This dude should be arrested. I think everyone in the country, this, and they're going to, they're going, they're going to continue getting away with this until the Republicans say, you know what, enough is enough. We have enough. 
Sergeant of Arms, put him in handcuffs. That's what I wish they would do. He just lied to us. Sergeant of Arms, put him in handcuffs, keep the cameras rolling so the American people see that we, the Republicans, just did our job because this dude need to be removed. He's a career criminal through and through. Another conspiracy theory is that somehow the FBI actually orchestrated this attack. So I'm going to go through some cases that have gone through completion and resulted in sentencing. Joe Biggs was sentenced to 17 years in prison for seditious conspiracy and other counts related to attack on our nation's capital. Have you seen any shred of evidence that Joe Biggs was an FBI agent? Is he going to ask about Ray Epps? No. What about Ray Epps? No. In fact, Joe Biggs was a member of the Proud Boys. This is what Assistant U.S. Attorney Connor Monroe stated about Joe Biggs and the Proud Boys in court. He stated, quote, they saw themselves as Donald Trump's army, fighting to keep their preferred leader in power no matter what the law or the courts had to say about it. And on, January, on September 4th, Joe Biggs stated that he is confident Trump will pardon him. He said, quote, oh, I know he'll pardon us. We're his supporters. We went there like he asked. I'd like to now ask you about the case of Stuart Rhodes, who was sentenced to 18 years in prison for the attack on our nation's capital. Have you seen any shred of evidence that Stuart Rhodes was an FBI agent? No. Get it off the screen. But it doesn't talk about Ray Epps, and Ray Epps was in his video. Ray Epps was in the video that he played from January 6th, but he says nothing. They all skip over Ray Epps because Ray Epps is on their side. He helped incite the violence that they were looking for, but they just overlook all of that. Like, that's not important. That's not what we want to focus on. We want to focus on the militia. You know, the U.S. Constitution says when you have a tyrannical government, the militia the American people kicks in to take the country back from a tyrannical government. We have a tyrannical government. We really do. They're locking up Americans for, for less, for, for less crimes than these tyrants have done. They're locking up the militia. And the reason why they're locking up the militia, because they want to silence the militia. How dare you come against us as kings and queens here in the United States of America? We will lock you up. This is exactly what they're doing. They're turning our nation into a third world country. They're pushing Americans off the edge. And that's their whole agenda. That's their whole point to destroy this country. They're not even hiding the fact that's what they're doing. And I've called it out before and I've asked. I have asked, I have asked for the FBI, the good men, women in the FBI to step up against these tyrants. Where are they? I know they're there, but they don't say anything because they're afraid of being retaliated against. They're afraid. You took an oath. You need to set your fear aside and fulfill your oath. Set your fear aside. Find out the other good men and women in the FBI, the DOJ. Find out the good ones. Set your fear aside and do the right thing. Something dramatic needs to happen in this country. These people are going to set us up. I'm going to say this. The left, they're setting us up for another chaotic 
attack. They're setting us up right now. A lot of people don't see it. They see these hearings. But these Democrats are going to do everything they can to destroy this country because their goal, their object, uh, main objective goal is to prevent President Trump from coming back and having this country great. That's their goal. That's their goal. All right, everybody, that's it for me today. Thank you so much for being with me. Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson comes up next. Make sure y'all stay tuned. It's a crazy world we live in. My name is Will Johnson, and we just talked about it. In 1942, master lithographer Theodore Omen created his authentic restoration of the Declaration of Independence. In essence, he recreated the Declaration as to how it looked when it was signed. In 1953, he created an astonishing replica of the U.S. Constitution. Together, they are regarded as the most beautiful replicas of our nation's founding documents ever created. Now, you can own lithographic reprints of these masterpieces. There's no better way to show your patriotic spirit than to hang a set of omen prints in a place for all to see. Don't hesitate. The time is now to reinforce the significance of the very documents that define America and set us apart from every other country in the world. Now available at mystore.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. You ever ask yourself where I can find Will Johnson? Well, look no further. You can find him at www.uaf.media. By going to www.uaf.media, you can connect with Will Johnson on Truth Social, Social Rumble, Rumble Getter, Getter, Facebook, Facebook YouTube, YouTube, and much, and much, much, much more. more. Do it today and even bookmark it for the future. This is the spot for you to find Will Johnson everywhere. everywhere. Simply go to www.uaf.media. With the talk of nuclear fallout amongst different countries, one thing that is not discussed is a possible EMP attack. What is that you ask? With an EMP, they can destroy cities without a single tactical nuke, which causes massive destruction. But there is a solution. With EMP Shield, you can protect yourself and your family from a possible EMP attack. To do so, simply go to EMPShield.com to find out more information. There are three goals when it comes to EMP protection. One, improve risk awareness of electromagnetic threats and hazards. Two, 
Two, enhance capability to protect critical infrastructure. Three, promote effective electromagnetic instance response and recovery efforts. The United States is prepared for extreme magnetic instances, but where does that leave you? Do not depend on the government to save you. Use promo code UAFSHIELD and take advantage of this great deal and protect yourself and your family today at empshield.com.